Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Thank you for joining me here, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Nothing like a Wellness Wednesday, right? Get all your info, knowledge, things to keep you moving in the right direction. My name is Dr. Susan Plank. I have the Norwin Wellness Center. I really specialize in, you know, stress, digestion, hormones. I, I try to look at, you know, what are, what are my main focuses? How, what are the areas that I think people really need help in? And, and that's it. And in those sort of pillars of my practice, stress, digestion, and hormones, it's pretty hard to have only one affected. When you have one affected, sort of the legs of the triangle affect the other two. And so it's not uncommon to have someone, right, perimenopausal, postmenopausal, guys, andropause, you start to gain some weight, the hormones are going a little crazy, right? And then we have stresses added on to that. And the funny thing, the interesting thing is that folks don't necessarily, you know, I think we're, we're conditioned uh, and that's changing where, where folks are willing to talk about sort of more their anxiety, depression, and stresses. But there's a lot of us of a certain age group and older that, that don't necessarily talk about those things. And uh, I want this to be a forum to where you can absolutely call in. I love questions, 412-825-6262, um, you know, Hit me with it. What do you got? If you have a question, chances are a lot of other people have the same question. So I want you feeling good. I want you energized. I really want you to have more energy than what you've, you've had. I, I don't want you to, to go through life chalking it up with like, you know, man, I wish I had more energy. It's, oh, it's because I'm getting old. No way. Don't let those words cross your lips, right? So I want you energized. I want you feeling good. I want you to have good relationships. In other words, I want you to feel loved, to be able to love, have the intimacy that you need. You know, that is a big part in when you don't feel good. It's hard enough to bring the energy to put it into your own day, let alone to do those little extra things that we do, right, when a relationship's new and exciting. We don't do the little notes. We don't do the little thoughtful things. Well, if you're not doing them for somebody else, chances are you're not doing them for yourself either. And that is a big part, a big reason of why stress, digestion, hormones, I want you feeling good. And I want you to be able to show those around you you love them, take care of them, but also that you respect them and yourself by taking care of yourself. So we have finished up, and I did a webinar last month on uh, thyroid and Hashimoto's. You can go to my website, norwinwellness.com, 
and you can go to the resources page and you can get that instant replay. All you got to do is click get instant replay and you can watch the, uh, the thyroid if you happen to miss it. But this month is irritable bowel syndrome month, IBS. And uh, I want to uh, really start talking about this. This is, if you guys have listened to me for a while, you know this is near and dear to my heart. And that my mom had a lot of problems when I was little, little, you know, carrying buckets of water through the farm out to take care of the animals. And mom would be having these digestive issues. And then through the decades, as she got older, they just escalated and, and, and she ultimately ended up with pancreatic cancer. But I want to start to break down the digestion for you in a way uh, that you, you might want to dig a little bit deeper uh, to understand your symptoms and to get help versus reaching for an over-the-counter aid. Um, those, if anything, should be short-lived, not any length of time whatsoever, and, but we're, we're going to be discussing that. So again, any, any questions here, 412-825-6262. By all means, you can call the office. That's the Norwin Wellness Center, Dr. Susan Plank, 724-863-5420. So what is IBS? It stands for Irritable Bowel Syndrome, and it's a group of very common symptoms. That's what it is. Gas, bloating, cramping, constipation, diarrhea. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to have all of them, right? You don't have to have all of those. And the reality is, is virtually every single one of us have those every now and then, right? We all experience sort of mild GI upset, discomfort of gas bloating, right? We, we all get those. But when those symptoms last for months and then even years, that's when IBS is diagnosed. So don't get me wrong, IBS can be very disruptive and it really depends on the severity of your symptoms. So you can have IBS and these symptoms can sort of come and go and, and, you know, you might have one or two and then you might have all of them. It's a very lucky few that only have mild discomfort and it's every now and then. So that's on one spectrum, right? And over here at the other end of the spectrum, we have folks that are really suffering. It's difficult to even enjoy life. There's no way their lifestyle is normal because of their symptoms. And this is the part that takes me back to my mom. We got to a point there when she was when she was in her 60s and early 70s. She had she had this group of friends. They all went to high school together. God bless them. And they they'd go to this restaurant in town, and there'd be like 30, 30 women. 
And they'd pick a Friday every month, and they'd go to this restaurant. And, and I always would tease her. I'm like, the poor waitress that got your table because, you know, the, she's waiting on you for hours, and you, <laughs> you guys are just sitting around gabbing, right? But the part that really clicks on IBS for me and my mom is that she couldn't go anywhere without worrying where the closest bathroom is. Where's the restroom? What am I going to eat? Is there going to be something there I can't eat? And so know her symptoms when she was first diagnosed when I was a young girl, they weren't that severe. But over time, they progressed. And it did affect her lifestyle. And my mom and dad were very active people. They traveled. They had all so many friends and groups and church activities, all kinds of things they were involved in. But boy, it made her nervous. It gave her fear. And so even though classically IBS is not listed as a psychological condition, the symptoms of IBS those permeating, nagging, chronic symptoms can and will instill fear and, and apprehension and embarrassment and even wanting to socialize. And so we can't discount the stress that it has. So please, I want you to, to sort of realize that. If you have somebody you, you love and you care for, or maybe even you are wondering, well, I've been told I have IBS and it seems to be getting worse over time. We want to try to see what can we do earlier to support you. That's, that's the, biggest, the biggest pull for me. That's the part that affected my mom it really, it just bothered me the most to see this fun-loving woman apprehensive and stressed. So with IBS, there, there is this sort of fear of embarrassment that can lead to anxiety. And anxiety in IBS is going to interfere with your quality of life. You can have one or the other. You can have anxiety with no, no IBS. And over here you can have IBS and say, oh, I'm not really anxious about it. But both groups, their quality of life is affected. So now imagine when you put the two together. Imagine going through your life, going for a drive, going to the movies, going out to dinner, going for a walk. And you always have to know, or you're always wondering, is the urge going to hit me? Where's the closest bathroom? Can I do a Sunday drive? Am I going to make it eat through Easter dinner? I sure as heck I can't get on a plane. I'm not comfortable getting on a plane. 
So the uncontrolled, these symptoms that are uncontrolled of IBS, they take a toll emotionally. They affect relationships. They affect intimacy, your ability to socialize, your confidence. Financially, IBS, I don't, you know, if you have IBS, if it was anything like I grew up, we had a medicine cabinet in the, in the bathroom above the sink, and we had one cabinet in the kitchen just to the left of the kitchen sink that you open that up, and I swear it contained every possible digestive over-the-counter medication that was ever invented. And my mom collected them. It might have worked one time, and then it didn't work again. But there it sat, just in case. Right? And it was like three shelves. Hey, these are my go-to. If these don't work, these might work. And at the top shelf, well, I tried them, and they don't usually work, but who knows, I'm willing to throw anything at it. And so physically, right, it's pretty obvious. Physically, the disruption of your digestive system. Listen, I'm a, I truly believe health is restored. Our energy, our vitality, everything is inside out. Inside out. If you don't have a healthy digestive system, if even part of your digestive system is not working, right? It's going to permeate throughout your whole wellness, throughout your whole body. It's going to affect other organs. It's going to affect your energy. So the disruption of your digestive system for any length of time. Folks, let me just throw this out to you because it's, it's a common symptom, constipation. Maybe you don't have IBS, but maybe you can recall, oh, wow, you know, yeah, when I'm constipated, three or four days, I'm not a happy camper. Like, you want to just sort of prop me <laughs> and prop, prop me in, in the corner and, and tell everybody, family members, don't go over there. <laughs> you just, you just want to leave mom alone. You, just, you don't want to go over there, Right. Any length of time with the digestive system, you just start to, you know, you get wiped out, you get full of pain, you start to feel weak, right? So when these problems go on and on, your nutrition's getting disrupted, you're, you're even more tired and your hair and nails won't grow and you've got bags under your eyes and you're not sleeping well and... See what I mean? The quality of life. So when does these occasional GI symptoms, the things that sort of come and go that I just talked about, that we all get, when does that become IBS? So the name, irritable bowel syndrome, when you hear that word syndrome, Syndrome typically means medically, we don't know. <laughs> you know. Just picture your doc in the white coat and have them say the word syndrome. 
the hands go up, the shoulders go up. I don't know. I don't know, right? They don't know. There's no clear cause. There's no lab test to do. There's no treatment. I don't know, right? And like I said, it's a constellation of symptoms, so they can't even necessarily nail down the symptoms because some people, somebody might be constipated, somebody over here might be have diarrhea, and you might have a third person has both. And yet it's all considered IBS. And so therefore we really don't know how many people in the population actually have IBS. And the guess is as high as 20%. Because as we talked about before, these, these permeating symptoms, especially when they're so, so common, we let them sort of come into our life. They just come in undulating, right? They come in and we go and come in and go. And then next thing you know, it's like they're there for longer or they're there all the time. And that's, that's sort of the part of this, right? So if those symptoms, the gas, the bloat, constipation, diarrhea, if those go from occasional, I hardly ever get it. The frequent, oh my gosh, I'm miserable. And those, the frequency lasts for a few months. Usually the range is four to six months. And in this time you're noticing the consistency of your bowel movements changing. Chances are you're probably leaning towards or looking at a diagnosis of IBS. And in this, in this time, right, the symptoms tend to sort of raise their ugly head and the belly pain gets worse and, you know, can be felt right around the, the belly button, right, above, below, cramping. So pain and irritable bowel Again, it's just this constipation, this constipation. It's a constipation. It's a constellation of various symptoms. And again, there's no specific test. So it sort of leaves you hanging. Where do I go for answers? And you can search all day long down the rabbit hole of Dr. Google. Right? all day long, up and down. And so what I'd like to do is, as we go through this, and we're going to be talking about it for a few weeks, I want to start to sort of separate out parts and organs of the digestive system so we can start to look at where these symptoms actually start to pop up. And so if you would like to know more about this, you can go read. I have this as a, a blog post on norwinwellness.com. Just norwinwellness.com, go to blog, and there it is. But symptoms, any symptoms, right? Any symptoms, we want to know the cause. Until we know the cause, we're not going to fix it. It's a guess. If we don't test, it's a guess. You can throw meds at it. You can throw supplements at it. You can exercise all you want. You can do whatever you want. 
You don't know. You're guessing. Your doc's guessing. They're just guessing. We don't know. White coat, hands in the air, shoulders in the air. I don't know, Mrs. Jones. I don't know. It's a syndrome. I don't know. So symptoms show up when something's not working right. It can be due to being irritated. It can have too much of what it needs. It can have not enough what it needs. Okay? Irritated, too much, too little. Those are our choices. So, do I have IBS? You might be wondering, well, when I have all those symptoms, do I have IBS? Do your symptoms fluctuate over time? Or when you get them, do they just stay? Are they mild, moderate, more severe? When they come, do they last four to six months or longer? And have you been diagnosed with any other condition? If you have a diagnosis of celiac, they don't usually make a diagnosis of IBS. If you have an ulcer, they don't usually make a diagnosis of IBS. So I break things down. I, I like to take medical jargon and make it, like, let's make it so we understand it. Right? And so I separate IBS, those symptoms, into, into three. And so obviously with IBS... A big one is how long have you had the symptoms? So if you're listening intently and you're like, yeah, I've this just popped up. I've had it for a few days or a few weeks. Nope, we don't know yet. It might be, but we don't know. We sort of need that factor of time. So you might have IBS, but we can't, we can't say that you do. If you have those symptoms of months and years, now you're definitely in that we need to consider. But when we get away from time and duration, now I'm looking at functional categories, meaning how the digestive system functions. So I call this IBS pressure. So that's typically gassy and bloated. Think of Uncle Joe, Thanksgiving. On loosening the belt, right? He doesn't necessarily have IBS. He just chowed down at Thanksgiving dinner, right? Everything's getting bloated. You might experiencing it this Sunday. If ham's the food of choice for the meal, ham is very fatty. Ham can cause gas and bloat. It doesn't mean you have IBS. It means... You might struggle with digesting fats, but please watch the ham because ham tends to go on forever. That's the thing with fatty foods while we're talking about it, right? It's not just one meal and you're done with it. You get ham and it's ham sandwiches and ham goulash and ham cabbage and potatoes and ham and ham and ham. And that's a lot lot of fat. So please be careful with your gallbladders out there. Uh, if you're getting gassy and bloated. So that's pressure, right? 
the gas, the bloat, under your ribs, oh, right after you eat, above the belly button, right? Above the belly button. Under the ribs, above the belly button. IBS pressure. IBS pain is more in the form of abdominal cramping, right? And this can, this can have to do with, with also, too, the stool consistency. So pain, pressure, pain, and stool consistency. So with the stool consistency we're looking at, are things normal? Is it constipation where we get pellets, little balls, little individual pieces in the toilet bowl? Is it diarrhea where it's watery, unrecognizable as a bowel movement? Or maybe you're one of those ones that you fluctuate back and forth. Okay? So, pressure, pain, stool consistency. Those are what I want to delve into. So, the pressure, IBS pressure. In my practice, this is my theory, folks. This is the way I look at things. Again, I try to take medical. I try to take what I know to be fact, my experience, and I try to, okay, what do we need to do? Make it actionable steps. My theory in my practice, I associate gas and bloating with upper digestion issue. So again, like I said, above the belly button. As we talk here in, in later, each part of your digestion the whole way through your digestive system, each organ and each part of it is dependent on upstream what the organ and the digestive process did before. So just like I said, I correlated what most folks are going to be eating on Sunday with the pressure because fats, high fatty meals tend to cause folks gas, and bloating. And you're going to feel it under your ribs, above your belly button. It can cause be on the right side, and it can radiate around to your back. So if you're eating ham, meal after meal, day after day, and you're getting the pain under your ribs on the right side that's radiating into your back and your upper back on the right side, you got to throw it away, and you got to give me a call, 724-863-5420, because you're putting a burden on your gallbladder and your liver, and we need to recommend some supplements to get that flushed out. Okay? That's going to be sludge in there, and we need to get it flushed out. So the pain and cramping are caused further down. The gas and bloating are caused higher up. Stomach, gallbladder. Okay? Pain and cramping, a little bit lower than that. We've run out of time today, folks. I so much appreciate you being here. Please, if you'd like to find out more information, norwinwellness.com. 
I'd love to talk to by, talk to you if you're having these types of symptoms. There's a little button there you can click. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon, here on KHB Radio.